Welcome back to Let's Go Michigan with Jeff Sloan on WJR. Once again, with a 5,000-foot view of Michigan business and events, here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to Let's Go Michigan. Kristen and Mark here with me. You know, uh, lots of themes this time of year. It's the holiday time. Football's getting more serious every day. You can pick a variety of themes. But one for sure this entire year and heading into this holiday season is everything's just costing us more, isn't it? Everything. It's unbelievable. I thought you were going to say the theme was money flies out of your wallet. Well, that is kind of the theme. That is exactly right. Everything costs us more these days, including rising home and car insurance. We're going to be paying more for insurance. And the thing about this is, is that you really have no choice. You got to pay it. So, Kristen, I know you had a chance to catch up with Barty Scott at Insider.com. She just published an article, Rising Home and Car Insurance Will Cost Americans Billions. And you got the scoop for us right here on Let's Go Michigan. That's right. I had a chance to catch up with Barty Scott. She's the deputy editor of businessinsider.com. And I was shocked to learn that we could be paying roughly $13 billion more for homeowners insurance next year. So, Barty, at a high level, why don't you explain to us what's happening? Sure, yeah. So the gist is basically that a lot of Americans pay homeowners insurance. It's usually required by your mortgage company. So if you have a mortgage, you have homeowners insurance. It's about 74 million U.S. homeowners who pay homeowners insurance. And the idea is that costs have been rising, and they're only going to rise a lot more in the coming years. They've been lower for a couple reasons. Basically, companies want to try to get people in on their policies at lower rates, lock them in, and it's sort of a business strategy that happens in a lot of industries. But another big reason is that some states have regulation that actually puts a cap on homeowners insurance premiums, which means that the companies have to make up that money elsewhere. So in other states, their premiums will be higher. So let me ask you, when I'm buying a home, taking out a mortgage, if my homeowner's insurance is part of my mortgage payment or part of my mortgage plan, there's people that probably don't even really know or realize how much they're paying for their homeowner's insurance because it's just a lump sum that comes out every month, right? Exactly. And that's exactly what happened to me is, you know, a little bit of a personal backstory on this story is typically how it works is you have money with your mortgage company and they pay, you know, your homeowner's insurance throughout the year. And when the next year comes around, they look at, okay, did the premium go up and we actually lost money on this? If so, we need to raise this homeowner's monthly payment more the next year. So it only changes once a year. Suddenly you might look at your mortgage payment and be like, wow, my insurance has gone up a lot. Right. Yeah. And it's typically not something people think about too much. They kind of pay their mortgage every month and that's that. And now let me also ask you, are some of the reasons why these policies and premiums are increasing, is it due to climate? Is it due to people moving into different neighborhoods, you know, the pricing fluctuation in different neighborhoods? Break it down for why we're seeing this very specific increase. Yeah, so the biggest reason that experts told me is climate change, climate crisis, There are a lot more climate events that happen and cause severe damage to homes every year. That number is only going up. So the number of events and the dollar amount of the damages they create are just getting higher and higher to a point where insurance companies are already operating at a loss. They can't get away with not raising premiums anymore. 
And this is just not in high-risk areas, right? I mean, this is across right. the board. Every state, there's increase in kind of these natural disasters. Am I understanding that right? That's right. And the increased risk in states like Florida and California have a ripple effect across the whole country because the companies, if they're losing a lot of money in Florida, maybe they're raising premiums in New Mexico to make up for that loss. So it really is a nationwide problem. That's so interesting to me because when I think of, I mean, here in Michigan, yes, we have natural disasters. We have some flooding. We have tornadoes. We have snow damage, ice damage, things like that. But I don't ever think like, oh, that's going to alter my insurance that dramatically. But now that you say another state, their disaster could affect what I'm paying because of the company that I'm working with through my insurance. I just never even thought about that in that way. That's right. And really, flooding is the most common form of home damage by far. And floods are just getting worse and worse across the country just because of amounts of rainfall and our preparedness to deal with floods regarding infrastructure. So we may not think of floods necessarily as these bigger events like fires and hurricanes, but they're all over the country and they're only getting worse as well. So as a homeowner, what are some things that I can look for? What are some things I can do to be proactive now knowing that most likely my rate is going to increase? What can I be looking out for? What can I do? I think the biggest practical thing to do is prepare in your budget because this is an unavoidable cost unless you completely pay off your home and decide to go uninsured, which I'm not recommending. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the fact is you're going to have this bill and the prices are going to go up. You know, you can shop around a little bit potentially between companies, but you're not going to find anything that is equal to or lower than what you have been paying in the past few years. And what about renter's insurance? Is this affecting renter's insurance also? It does because costs obviously trickle down to renters. If the homeowner's insurance is going up, they're more likely to raise the rent to help cover their mortgage payment, which includes insurance. And is there anything that our state can do to step in here to kind of avoid this? Yeah, so policy experts told me there are a few ways that the government can help. One is by really committing to having good infrastructure that can mitigate some of the damages to these climate events. So, for example, levees that work well to keep floods away from mm -hmm. residential areas or better infrastructure for drainage to keep floods at lower levels. Another way is if there's like a public-private partnership. So, for example, with flood insurance, the government offers most of the flood insurance in the U.S., so they sort of take on the risk instead of these private companies. Because the truth is, you know, this is just a less viable business as this problem gets bigger and bigger. And companies are already pulling out of high-risk places like places in Florida and California. It just doesn't make sense for them to offer insurance to places where they're going to be losing a lot of money. So the government can sort of help mitigate that. Step in, right. And now in your research, did you find that more homeowners were tacking on extra insurance, extra riders, like something specific for flooding or something specific for wildfires? People often do have to buy separate policies for different kinds of events, which is another risk to the homeowner. Maybe they don't really realize that their policy doesn't cover wildfires for whatever reason. And if that happens to their home, they could just be completely out of luck insurance-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, part of the lesson is read the fine print. 
Yes. And if you are moving or buying a house in a specific area, these are definitely things to consider that coupled with the major increase in the price of buying a home nowadays. Exactly. One of the more, I would say, dark projections about the future of this is it could just be completely unviable to own property. I don't mean to pick on Florida, but we'll just use them as an example. In a place like Florida, you know, people think of real estate as an investment and you at some point, people are not going to want to buy property that they can't insure that could be completely damaged by weather events and won't be worth money in the future. So it could incentivize people to not live in high-risk climate areas. Absolutely. I do think it's worth mentioning auto insurance as well, because actually what was interesting to me when I started this piece, I think of homeowners insurance as your dollar amount because it feels like a big purchase to insure, right? Mm -hmm. But actually, since more Americans own cars and car insurance is also getting more expensive, it's a bigger dollar amount for the overall economy than homeowners insurance. This is also due to climate crises. It's the same kind of thing, like weather events damage cars the same way they damage homes. Homes. But it's also due to electric vehicles, for example. Insurance is higher on them and more and more people are buying electric and hybrid vehicles, which means they're buying newer cars, which the insurance is higher on those. So just something to keep in mind as well. Check out your auto insurance. Talk to your company. Yeah, talk to your company indeed, Kristen. You know, the thing about it here is we mentioned it as we teed this story up. This isn't one of those things that you can put as a uh, a variable expense or uh, something you can choose to do or not to choose. We're kind of hamstrung into this one. Yeah, you're right. We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. Certainly lots of other things we'd rather spend those dollars on, but better budget for spending more on your homeowners in car insurance in the coming year. All right, we're going to run to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on Let's Go Michigan. And if you can't join us, you can always listen to the rest of the show on the WJR app under podcasts. 